0: A message from our sponsor, Pivot Lending Group, Littleton, Colorado. Pivot Lending Group provides a tailored mortgage lending experience with strong local builder and realtor relationships and customized loan services. We pivot to help you grow in your community and realize your personal home ownership goals. Visit us at pivotlending.com. Hello, and welcome back to The Mortgage Hub on the Pivot Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Tim Regan. I'm the branch manager here for Pivot Lending in Scottsdale, Arizona. Today, we're joined by a good friend of mine and stellar insurance agent, Mr. Yeston uh, Dulace. I always feel like I pronounce your name wrong, so I'm going to let you say it for the people, and then we'll make some jokes about it, and then we'll, we'll get going. How about that?
1: That uh, works for me. Uh. <laughs> pronounced "yestin delice you know i tease you We have some fun with it
0: yeah yeah i know you make fun of yourself the way it's it's spelled and the way it's pronounced quite often so uh it's an i not an l in the beginning and Mm -hmm. uh and yeah so anyways man i appreciate you being here always good to chat with you give yourself a quick intro who you are what you do and who you do it for and, and some of the things you got going on in your world
1: Sure. My name is Justin Delice. I am a senior sales representative with Liberty Mutual. I've been with the company just over 9 years. One of the sweet setups that we have here is that we can shop 28 other insurance companies. I am also licensed in 7 states altogether, pretty much mostly all the south uh, southwest regions here. I enjoy what I do. It keeps me busy. You keep me busy, my friends keep me busy, you know. Trying to get everybody the best insurance options, not always about the rates. It's options, opportunities, making sure coverages are correct. I've seen some scary deck pages being sent over previously. And, you know, we always try to do the right thing when nobody's watching. And we do the same thing when somebody is always watching. Yeah. Keeps us busy.
0: You, You know, I can say I've been in mortgages now right around 20 years, right? And I've, had a lot of folks that I've worked with on uh, things like this, insurance and, and, you know, other affiliates that that I've worked with. You are one of my favorites over that span. You know, you're, you're always super responsive, you're competitive, and I think you're, you're, your team and you follow up and communicate very well, which for us right on our side, you know it's on the lending side we're you know we're always looking for someone we can get a quote from on a purchase right just to make sure our, our DTI isn't way out of whack and then make sure there's speed to communication to make sure we get that actual policy back and the information in for underwriting so we can close and then on the refi side you know I can't imagine how many calls you got this past year to change mortgage clauses <laughs> I, I, and I'm gonna let you talk about that, but you know <laughs> so some, some, sometimes you know we'll call an agent and it'll be three, four, five days and they're like, oh, we forgot. um you guys have always been on top of that but I, I'd love to hear your perspective on changing the mortgage e clause because I'm sure that was like a whole thing you probably built the process around last year with as busy as it was,
1: yeah, I mean. It only takes a couple of seconds to go in and endorse a policy with a new mortgagee. You know, it, it's not a it's not a big deal. There are a couple of extra steps if it's you know through a company that we uh, wrote the policy with instead of Liberty. There's you know a couple of extra hoops to jump through, but you know if, if we don't excel at what we do, somebody else will. And so, you know, the funny thing was, I set up a uh, an additional email address because I knew refinances were just going crazier and crazier. Um, you'll laugh at this one. I set up uh, an email address with the incorrect spelling of my <laughs> name, <laughs> and so. <laughs> So I have an email address that's set up as (laughs) lestin.delice instead of yesin.delice. And so you'd be be surprised how many emails I get into that inbox. And Uh, I set up a couple of rules. Yeah, I I set up a couple of rules uh, in there. So if they do email me, they'll get an automatic response say they got my (laughs) name wrong. (laughs) uh, Eventually, I'll, I'll get the email. Eventually, you'll get it correct. but. (laughs) You know, God! one of the ways I self entertain, (laughs) but
0: it worked. It's it's always great because I know you make fun of yourself as much as as uh, as much as anybody. Right. And Mm -hmm. not that people out there making fun of you, but they definitely misspell and mispronounce your name quite a bit. I definitely like to tease you every once in a while and be like, "Hey Les, how's it going?" <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. So, so it's good. It's good that that you recognize that created that email and the rules to make. Oh yeah. that, that
1: and you like people. to do it publicly too. It's not in a text message. It's yeah. You, know. <laughs> you,
0: you know what? If your friends can't give you a little bit of absolutely, grief, you can right? I'm all but for it. It's, pre- it's pretty cool that you recognize that created that email and the rule to make sure that you get people's emails weren't getting lost in the internets, you Yeah, know, that that's pretty, pretty good forward thinking. I, I, I got to ask, was that you're doing or your wife's doing? Cause I know she's a pretty thoughtful and creative person herself.
1: was all me. Okay. I'll take full credit. It was spontaneous decision. I realized that corporate allows us to set up, you know, within reason, we can set up, you know, custom email addresses. And so, you know, I set up my team email about two, three years ago, and you know, last year was things were getting busier and busier, and I I was getting emails, you know, saying, "Hey, we never got this from you." I'm like, "I never got it," and so you know, just kind of clicked that nearly everybody gets my name wrong the first time, second time, or with you, it's probably a hundredth by now. And so, you know, I just logged onto the onto the corporate website for IT and. Put in a request and a reason why I needed a new email address, and 24 right. hours later, yeah. here it is, you know? <laughs> and it worked. I mean, it really, it really made a difference, and I think that allowed us to, you know, excel with our service.
0: This past year has been crazy. Year plus has been crazy. You know, what what kind of changes did you see on your side? I mean, obviously, there was a ton of volume, both purchase and refi, to deal with, you know, as lenders. The realtors out there and, and you as an insurance agent you know everybody excuse me everybody in the housing industry you know what what are some of the the things that stand out to you as you reflect back on 2020 and the pandemic and and how that has impacted or changed some of the things that you do and how you do it
1: so a lot of it is more i mean it's pretty much all virtual Right. We, yeah, you know, Right. Right. We're using documents we've never used before. We've used, you know, different forms of communication we've never tried. We're trying so many new things, while you know we're still working out of our home office. You know, so we're not getting the same luxury as we used to, but in many ways we're getting new luxuries. And yeah, you know, we've we've adapted pretty well as a team. Um, you know, we've got you know practices in place that you know keeps us on top of what we need to do to stay busy and stay active. We've set up so many different websites and uh, put into practice, you know, so many different spreadsheets and, you know, being through corporate, you know, we have the, the OneDrive through Microsoft and that allows us to update documents you know, instantaneously, instead of having to you know, save a document, email it over to, you know, Uber or Misty. Have them update it and send it back, and then a lot of it's been we've streamlined a lot of processes, which is saves us a lot of time. And you know, every time we save time, you know, we can put it to better use.
0: No, I mean it's it's true. The virtual piece of it has definitely been a game changer. I mean, as somebody who's I've spent a lot of time in this industry, in a consumer direct and, and hybrid type environment where the vast majority was done in an office right you're taking calls you're getting back to people and as you know march hit last year and whatnot and uh shutdowns happen and then going through that through the year and being able to handle you know similar volumes and be as productive from home really shocked me because it's just it's just always been thought of as so taboo. You got to be in the office. You have a chain of command, et cetera, process in place. Um, But, you know, also for you, I know you're a big networker. You're out in the community. You're active with ASU. You know, I mean, how how did networking change for you? Because you're big at that. Obviously, you're great on social, which is how we connected initially. But talk about a little bit For you and your team, how networking changed through last year and and being able to connect with the people who help feed your business, the lenders, the car dealers, uh, you know, other salespeople that, you know, have a a high reliance on insurance and, and how that went for you last year.
1: So I'm fortunate I have a Facebook radio, so I'm more than happy to stay out of people's sight. <laughs> um so you know going virtually was you know well- I was fortunate in a way um but it was something that you know was something we had to adapt to pretty quickly, and um I've been fortunate, I've built up a lot of you know friendships you know who refer me business, and I've never met them face to face, you know, I still haven't met them, I've got you know friends I consider friends. I've been working with them four, five, six, seven years. I've never seen them. You know, I've, you know, (laughs) so that's a good point. You know, for me, adapting quickly was not such a big issue. Um, I knew it, it would, it would have to be done. And, you know, I think the practices I put in place and, you know, what we've done pretty much over a couple of weeks of understanding, you know, Hey, we're now in April, We're probably gonna be home for at least you know another six months
0: yeah do you think that you know looking back you would prefer to operate the way we were made to operate or are you really looking forward to getting back into some of the in-person stuff that uh that you've been involved in over the years
1: uh yes and no (laughs) yeah (laughs) turned into a little bit of an introvert uh in some ways (laughs) you know you know me i'm not an introvert but
0: I I think we all did a little bit. It's okay. It's okay.
1: I like these four walls. I like this rabbit that sits behind my head. It's, you know, when we do our Zoom calls and, you know, but I I think going forward, you know, we've done so well remotely, it's going to be hard to go back to the office and, you know, face-to-face. I've done, you know, quite a few face-to-face activities, you know, over the last probably six to nine months. And I've put three thousand miles on my truck since I bought it in February. So I, I'm happy to stay at home, you know, in some ways, but I, I still miss that, you know, human interaction. And, you know, especially when you can have a laugh, you know, face to face, rather than, you know, sending an email and you have to put a lol at the end of it or something, you know, silly like that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's all about adapting.
0: Yeah, no, I mean I mean look, you you've built you've, you you know, you, I know you you've built a, a business that whether you're there every day or not, you and your team operate at a high level. Um and so whether that remains to be online or 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 virtually, I, you know, I don't think you'll necessarily skip a beat. Certainly, you know, solidifying certain relationships, being belly to belly can help. Um but I, you know, I guess I didn't didn't think of that. I mean, you've definitely done. I mean, most. Of, I, I would you say? I'm I'm making the assumption here. Would you say a lot of the people that you work with, you've connected through social, anyhow, virtually, oh, anyhow.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. If it wasn't for you know, Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn, you know, we really would be you know nowhere near the production that we you know we produce.
0: Yeah. And no,
1: it's that's true. You know, I'm. I adapted, you know, I took on social media very early in my career and, you know, it's worked for me.
0: Talk about some of the things that you think work
1: that you, 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 you look at and you say, okay,
0: we do this at a high level and this works for us and has helped us grow.
1: Providing options and letting people and reminding people know that we have, you know, so many other insurance companies we can write with you know yes my email says libertymutual.com but you know the corporate pushes us to market the fact that we can shop multiple companies and you know it sets me apart because that's something you know i've incorporated since we launched the, the we call it the choice program where we you know shop all those carriers i think we launched that program in 16 but we Launched a similar program a year before, which is way more hassle. I adapted to that. I took it on very early, and so it was a whole lot easier, you know for me to use that into my marketing and brought us success as a team, you know yeah. myself personally. you know going going back to the pandemic in two thousand and nineteen, my team and I hit our numbers to qualify for leaders for the first year uh, for the first time ever. And we were supposed to go to Southern California, Carlsbad, in June of 2020. That got delayed. And then it obviously was canceled. And then 2020, we hit our numbers to qualify for leaders again, which was great. And as of right now, we're pretty much most definitely heading to Hawaii in October. Hey. So I'm excited. <laughs> My wife's over the moon. Me- you know.
0: Well, you know, to tell her not to get too excited. You might have to bring me as a plus one. If we want to remain friends, I might need that. But
1: yeah, they're going to release the <laughs> booking where we can book our flights in the next couple of weeks, I heard. So. Now that's exciting, man. That's exciting.
0: Yeah. You know, and and just to just, to, you know, piggyback on that is, you know, that's that's the big thing is, you know, you look back at all the things that were. Taken away. I mean, the kids who couldn't have graduations. You know, pe- people who. You know, not not to take anything away from uh, from anything at all, but you know, getting into the second half of this year and and having a feeling of being able to return to normal and things like this, like you being able to uh, revel in the success that you've had that you deserve, right? Uh, to be able to take that trip. I mean, that's that's exciting, and it feels good to 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 see that we're we're at a point where we can hopefully start putting 2020 in our full rear view mirror um, as a distant memory that we would all like to block out. (laughs) Oh yeah. Talk to me a little bit about from a consumer standpoint, as they're looking for an insurance agent, what do you feel is important for them to know and what is it that you think that you and your team offer that uh, makes you a great option for people to reach out to?
1: I like to provide them the good, the bad, the evil about everything. You know, I let them make the decision. It's their money. They decide where they want to spend it. And I've always prided myself on giving honest advice, even if it, you know, even if it cost me a sale. I had one just the other day where the policy they had was so expensive and stripped down. I could find them something that was less expensive with more coverage, and I didn't win the business. But that was okay because I gave you know some solid advice to the client, and you know they ran with it and were thankful. You know they didn't really want to switch from the insurance company they had, and I didn't force them to. I just gave them you know some uh, some insight into you know the good and the bad about everything, and they made their own decision. There's
0: nothing in life like honesty. I I used to, uh, I guess in the early 20s, uh, I took a little break from the mortgage industry and I sold some furniture and I had a a store manager named William, shout out to William, Um, used to say it all the time, Tim, there's nothing in life like honesty. And when it's the same thing, you hit the nail on the head. At the end of the day, it's that consumer's dollars to spend. And you just have to be straight up honest. And, and if you're uh, lucky enough to earn that business, God bless, you know, you're going to service them well and, and treat them right. But sounds like in this case, you approach it as help first, right? You uh, yeah. just help them. Yeah. And, and, and I think that's why you and I get along so well. Cause I, I have a very similar approach. I, I'm not in this to be a salesman. This is a career I want to, I want to help people, you know, and sometime, sometimes sometimes, they receive that help and they realize that help and sometimes no matter how honest you're being they they just decide to go elsewhere
1: but people appreciate the honesty yeah and my grandmother you hope so at least yeah, yeah I, I hope, hope so, so. so yeah. yeah my grandmother yeah. always told me and my parents say it all the time you get more fly was you know you get more flies with honey yeah i've heard that saying it's a good saying for sure
0: so talk about you know what you think separates you we know you're honest we know you have multiple options. What are some other things that you think separates your yourself from some of the people in your marketplace that that you feel like should allow you to win more businesses? Is it your team setup? Is it your follow up? What are a couple other things maybe you can point to that you feel like you guys win and
1: excel at at a high level that consumers need to know about? So. I mean on a on a lender and a realtor standpoint, you know, we're pretty fast and we're pretty accurate. So, you know, that's pretty much one of the most important things, you know, that keeps our referral partners happy is you know, we're we're accurate, pretty accurate with our quotes. They do fluctuate a little bit depending on the company, but we're pretty quick at getting that information over when they ask for it. On a consumer standpoint, you know, we, we point out the good and the bad so many people they think insurance the cheaper the better they don't understand value they don't understand what the coverage means you know technically speaking on car insurance there's no such thing as fully covered you know there's no such thing as full coverage you know there's limits on the policy there's you know caps there's you know you're never fully covered and so i never use that term in my verbiage when i when i write my business I would say this is you know this is this this means that and I put the ball in I put the ball in their court. I'm I'm not a pushy salesperson. I could probably do a whole lot better if I was, but yeah, you know, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to spend their money, I'm trying to give them advice. And if I can earn their business and they trust me then you know it's a win-win. You know, it's always about doing the right thing. I mean, we're not always going to win everybody's business. You know we have so many options it's great but not everybody wants to switch
0: it's an interesting thing though
1: yeah oh yeah it's really interesting because you know
0: i find that too and what what's on my side what what makes what you just said interesting is there are so many times where i'll be like okay i need your insurance information who's your insurance agent they're like ah i don't know it's just in the mortgage payment (laughs) scary, right? Which is, it is, it is, it is. And so just like, just like I encourage people to reach out to their lender, whether that's me or whoever else it is to do a review every, every six months, ideally, you know, at least once a year, but, you know, every, you know, twice a year if possible, you know, it's the same thing with insurance. It's, it's, uh, you know, it can be, on the backside of that payment, you don't realize, you know, it the price of that policy has gone up. And yes, you're just cutting that check, and, mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden your escrow balance is short. Oh yeah. And why? Why is that? I mean, taxes go up every year. Cost of insurance goes up every year. I I have to imagine. I mean, this past year and even re- this year, right now. I mean. You know, the, the fires uh, all over this country on the West Coast, mm-hmm. uh, I should say, not the whole country, but on the West that's Coast bad. here have been has been really bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have to imagine that hasn't that's having an impact for all insurance carriers, not just Liberty Mutual. Oh,
1: yeah, absolutely. When you think about it, too, with the cost of lumber, you know, most of these oh, homes yeah, are built out totally. of lumber. Yeah. We, didn't,
0: yeah, we didn't even talk about. We had a 400 percent I mean, increase that's
1: in lumber trip. costs from April to April, apparently in June it went down 40 percent, which is nice. But, you know, that's a primary driver in construction cost and, you know, which is your dwelling coverage on your home insurance policy. So when materials go up, your coverage goes up, you know, it has to go up. Otherwise, you're going to be short on money when you file a claim. And then whose fault is that, by the way? I'm not pointing fingers. You know, I mean, the whole point of the insurance is, you know, if you need to file a claim, we have to make sure there's enough money in the pot to pay it. Absolutely,
0: yeah. absolutely. I get it, and, and and again, I go back to that's why it's important. It's important to it's and and look, it's the same thing with whether it's home insurance, mm-hmm. excuse me, fl- flood insurance, and even property taxes. There's so many times where I'll talk to homeowners on a refi and ask them these questions, then they're like, "I don't know, it's just in the payment." Yep. Um, and, and I and I I preach that you know, don't just you know look at the tax bill and toss it don't just look at the renewal and say oh renewed like take time to understand these things because you know for most people that mortgage is their largest payment they're making every month that's the largest amount of money that comes out of their their bank account every month uh in one shot and so you know that's why working with 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 good uh insurance people in my, in our industry is super helpful because. You know, it it is something that gets put on the back burner sometime. And for whatever reason, there's, there's like big, just like with, oh, I don't want you to pull my credit. I hear that a lot. I'm sure you hear, well, I've been with so-and-so for this long and are, you know, I don't necessarily want to pull out all the information to go through it, but it's so important to do. Yep. If you're out there and you're listening, reach out to your lender, reach out to me, you know, do a, do a review of your mortgage at least twice a year if you can, get with your insurance agent. If you're in Arizona, what states are you licensed in? Let let me say that first.
1: Sure. I have Arizona, California, Colorado, Nevada, Ohio, Texas, and Utah.
0: If you're in one of those states and you want to review and just take a look at what your coverages are, yes, and we'll be happy to take a look at that. How can people get a hold of you? As we wind this down, tell people, how can they get a hold of you? What's the easiest way? We know you have several emails. but use <laughs> my what, wrong what's email, direct, the right email. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what's a good phone number and, and email that people can get a hold of you?
1: After? So, my direct line is 480 308 5430. Option one will come to my desk. If I'm not available, Ugo or Misty typically will be available um, to take that call. Email address is yestin.delice at libertymutual.com. And that's I-E-S-T-Y-N dot D-U-L-A-I-S. And if you flip the I for an L, I will still get that email.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, it's important. I think, uh, you know, people taking the time to go through their, their finances, their home loan and their mortgage, just to make sure that everything is correct. And, and look, I mean, right now, you know, I'm doing a lot of consultation with people who are, you know, not in a position to sell, but are like, Holy cow, my home has gone up, you know, Mm -hmm. hundred thousand, 150,000. I mean, and so taking a look at whether or not it makes sense to tap into that equity, uh, move some money around, et cetera. You know, it's important to do a review. The only thing that is constant in in our industry is change, and I'm sure that's same for insurance. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, so it's it's always good to to take some time and do a review at least at at least twice a year uh, if you can, but for sure, bare minimum once a year. And if you have a good lender, they're reaching out to you. If you have a good insurance agent, they're reaching out to you. You know, there's good communication. It's
1: money at the end uh, of the day. It's, yeah, it's your money. It, yep. You got to be, a, if you don't self-educate, talk to somebody who will educate you.
0: Yeah. And we're, we're both people that we, I think we pride ourselves on helping people. We want we don't want to be the, be a part of somebody being a bad situation. We want to help them be in better situations. Yeah. I, I say all that with love. I, even if you don't know how much you're paying for insurance, reach out to your insurance agent any last parting thoughts or words you'd like to uh, drop for the listeners here who are listening in, who maybe don't know who you are?
1: Uh, I'd rather talk about you, my friend. (laughs) And, you know, we've been friends for a few years now, and I have to say you have the biggest heart, you know, your charity tournaments, your, the poker charity just the other week, your efforts in regards to raising funds for leukemia. You know, I don't think I know anybody that, you know, goes above and beyond such a selfless act, you know, to raise money and help others. I have to give you kudos on that. And I appreciate it. I, you know, people tell me
0: I need to talk about it more. It's hard. I'm not always comfortable being in the spotlight in that way. I I do what I do because it's just who I am and and how I get down. But, uh, you know, I've I've said this a few times. Um, I've been in this industry for a long time. I've been blessed to make pretty decent money and take care of my family. But at the end of the day, if all I do is close a bunch of loans, I, I've failed. I have so much more to give back to to this world um, and, and really this community that I live in. Um, and, and, you know, I also say this, say this too, I, I can't raise my kids to be productive people in society without trying to do the same things and, and lead by example. And so You know, at the end of the day, I wish I could give to every single cause because there's a lot of great ones out there and there's a lot of people who need who are in need. You know, I've I've kind of honed it down to a couple that fit what I'm trying to do and who I am. And, um, you know, it's been good. And and I've met a lot of interesting people. I feel like I've made an impact, which is amazing and uh can't can't wait to keep doing it like i i I tell people all the time i don't know that i'll ever stop participating in some form of you know fundraising for charities definitely for leukemia lymphoma society and this year i'm also doing some stuff with uh state 48 foundation who i uh, coincidentally met through leukemia lymphoma society they made some t-shirts we sold for fundraisers and and so when they launched their foundation they asked me to get involved but um I don't see myself ever stopping being somebody who wants to be involved in the community and give back and help, not just money, not just time, but also awareness to what's going on in the community. So people can make a decision. I I find that most people want to give back. Most people want to find ways to give back. And most people have charitable hearts. They just don't necessarily know who to give to or why to give to or if who they're giving to is who they say they are. So, I try to tell the stories when I can, and uh, anybody who's interested in learning more certainly reach out to me. Uh, I sit on two committees: one for Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, which I've I've been a part of for the last four years. They're amazing people; they do such amazing work uh, and have had such an impact in the world of cancer, not just blood cancers, but their research is constantly turned into stuff that is used for all types of cancers. And so anybody who's interested in that, I would love to talk to. And then State 48 Foundation is a local clothing brand that has partnered with charities all over the Phoenix area to help raise money and awareness. And so now they've started their own foundation and they're starting to raise some of their own funds so that they can help not just support other nonprofits, but they can also give back to the community with a high emphasis on uh, entrepreneurship, their small business. Everybody who went through 2020 as a small business knows that that wasn't easy. I am Um, youth, youth mentorship and and community activation. Uh, They they partnered with uh, food banks habitat for humanity i mean they've they've had their hands on a lot of different things and so i'm just excited to to make an impact and to be able to look up in 10 15 20 years and say you know wow look at all these people that we've had an impact on and look at all these stories of impact that we've been able to create uh and awareness we've we've brought to certain issues and so I appreciate you saying that. And I'm, I'm rambling now because I'm embarrassed a little bit because I hate the spotlight. You're welcome. <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I say that a little tongue in cheek as I'm hosting a podcast. Uh-huh. Right? Like I don't like the spotlight. <laughs> but, you know, I do appreciate you saying that. I appreciate you always being supportive of the things that uh, that I've done. And, and so I, I think that's a great place to leave it. Um, I definitely appreciate your time. I appreciate all the listeners' time for chiming in, for being there and listening and taking the time to listen. And one last time before we go, how can people
1: reach you if they want to reach out to you and talk insurance? Uh, Who wants to talk insurance, really? (laughs) (laughs) My direct line again, 480-308-5430. Option one comes to my desk or justin.delice at libertymutual.com. Gotcha. All right, my man. I appreciate it. And
0: I'm sure we'll talk soon down the road. Yes, sir. Thanks for your time. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And uh, we'll catch you next time on on the next edition of the Mortgage Hub here on the Pivot Podcast. This is Tim Regan signing off. This episode was brought to you by Pivot Lending Group, NMLS 10995, Copyright 2021, Pivot All Rights Reserved, Financial Funding Solutions, Incorporated, TBA Pivot Lending Group, 10397 West Centennial Road, Littleton, Colorado, 80127. Pivot does business in accordance with the Fair Housing Law and Equal Credit Opportunity Act. Pivot Lending is regulated by the Division of Real Estate Colorado. To learn more or find a full listing of our state licensing, visit pivotlending.com or nmlsconsumeraccess.org.